Hello and welcome to QPod, QIC's Investor Insights podcast series. I'm Craig Valenzuela, Managing Director for Global Business Development. And partnerships is a word that is thrown around a lot these days. But QIC's Global Real Estate Division is seeing the mutual benefits from a true partnership in their ongoing collaboration with the Clean Energy Finance Corporation, or also well known as the CEFC. The CEFC's equity investment in the QIC Shopping Centre Fund is delivering industry-leading environmental goals including a commitment to net zero emissions for the fund's core Australian retail assets by 2028. So today I'm thrilled to be joined by two of the key partners in this partnership, Clean Energy Finance Corp's Director of Investments, Michael DeRusso, and QIC's Fund Manager for the QIC Shopping Centre Fund, or as we like to call it internally, QSCF, Mike Fatou. Welcome, Michael, and welcome, Mike, to QPod. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Michael. There we go. We've got those Mike's and Michael's going well here. I'm sure that the saying you have a focus on environmental performance would have quite different meanings of both of you and the organisations and capabilities that you represent. Michael, we might start with you first, please. What do sustainability outcomes mean in the context of the mandate you have developed with QIC and the investment goals of the CEFC? Yeah, thanks, Greg. So the CFC is responsible for investing $10 billion commercially into projects that accelerate the decarbonisation of the Australian economy. From a property perspective, buildings represent nearly a quarter of Australia's emissions and use 50% of the electricity. We see a significant opportunity within shopping centres as they account for over a third of commercial building energy consumption in Australia. In the built environment, we're looking to demonstrate that driving high sustainability standards are achievable and more importantly, make commercial sense. And Mike, what about the QIC angle and the real estate perspective? What does delivering on environmental performance mean to you and your day job as being responsible for the active management of a portfolio of shopping centres? Yeah, Craig, investors are more and more focused on ESG than ever before. And it's just not a nice to have anymore. It's a must. And we've also found uh, through managing our shopping centres that our retail tenants and customers are very focused on ESG. So there's some good alignment here. And as an active manager, it means that the environmental goals that we set really need to be woven into the investment process with clear a clearly defined path to deliver some strong outcomes for our asset. Uh, and as Michael alluded to, you know, the technology these days, whether it's rooftop solar or LED lighting, make a lot of commercial sense. It can generate a pretty good solar return investment. I think the other thing you need, Craig, is to stand behind your goals is, is a strong culture. And I believe at QIC, we really have that. There aren't many decisions that are made where an open and honest discussion ESG isn't had which I think is a good sign, Craig, that you know, we are motivated to, to really move the dial in this area. Thanks for that, Mike. And I want to pick up on um, that theme that was running through both the answers from yourself and also Michael, and that sort of perception of there being some synergies that were created there between QIC and the CFC. Michael, I might ask you this question around the attraction to the CFC for the QSCF fund and what have been the outcomes so far? It sounds like it's a very positive relationship, but can you talk us through those steps? Yeah, Craig, I think you touched on it there. Look, we view our investments as partnerships, so sponsor selection is is really critical to, to how we go about our transactions. I suppose when I think about the attraction to QSCF, it was probably twofold. Not only was it an opportunity to influence a large portfolio of assets within a focus sector for us, but more importantly, we had a sponsor in, in QSCF who had aspirations to drive material sustainability outcomes. So that in itself is is a really important um, attribute for, for our sponsor selection. Uh, look, those, those outcomes have continued to progress uh, across the portfolio. Started out as uh, a program to optimise the operational performance of the assets 
which then introduced the ability to source green capital and has now developed into QIC setting a, a very ambitious emissions target. So what we've found really pleasing is each stage has presented itself with additional outcomes and possibilities to explore. Look, it hasn't always been smooth sailing. We, we see our role as driving change and, and want our partners to push the boundaries. This means getting them out of their comfort zone, but that's what's required when organisations are driving behavioural change. Yeah, and I want to pick up on that last part there because to summarise it, you sort of said the way you go around this selection process is looking for air assets where you can have a real influence over them, particularly in, obviously in decarbonisation. But secondly, the actual company you're going to be working with as well has to have that aspiration. You talked before around pushing you know, outside the comfort zone. Is that part of the process, Michael? Is it the BAU, as it were, for the CFC in this process? And clearly, when we look back now, there is some value generated for both sides. So I'm going to ask Mike a question around that as well in, the few, in, in a moment. But can I start with you first? Is that feeling of uncomfortableness part of the process for you? Yeah, look, in, in a way it, it is. Um, if, if we're getting, if, if we're creating that tension in the relationship, it means that we are getting out of that BAU situation we are pushing our sponsors that little bit harder because at the end of the day the role of cfc is to to push sustainability standards in the built environment um, which obviously drive emissions outcomes so um, going into partnerships and transactions and and delivering bau outcomes is is just against our mandate so we we want to get it get a level of that tension in our relationships it's it's a healthy tension it's about choosing the right sponsor that can acknowledge that and um, and work through those, uh, I suppose, uncomfortable periods. So, Mike, as a very proud active fund manager, how do you reflect on that tension and that feeling of uncomfortableness? Yeah, um, look, um, the CFC team certainly did a great job in making us feel uncomfortable. Uh, but I think I think what got us through was just this common purpose, uh, this common objective to improve energy efficiency and reduce the carbon footprint of our shopping centres. And, you know, the journey started back in 2017 when the QSCF secured an industry-first $200 million green debt facility through the CFC. And at the time, you know, green financing for Australian real estate was was still emerging. Uh, And I do recall the occasional eye roll like it was some sort of mad science project, but but we persisted and there was no set template. Uh, So it took over a year to, to agree on a clear framework with some clear environmental goals that we could link to the debt facility. And we haven't looked back since. Uh, in 2019, the QSCF issued a, a world first climate bond certified green bond valued at $300 million. And it was well oversubscribed and attracted many green investors, including the CFC, which took a cornerstone interest. And then earlier this year, the CFC made an equity investment in QSCF. So, Craig, I think we're, you know, we're starting to see some strong mutual benefits flow through uh, and have established a good level, good level of trust through, through the partnership. And, yes, before you ask, Craig, uh, Michael is definitely on my speed dial. That's good to know. Um, and it do, definitely does sound like there's a great match there. And I, I love this idea. There's some real win-win outcomes here because we all know in business, we all try to achieve those win-win outcomes, but they can be difficult to achieve. So well done there. It does beg the next question though, Michael, after, of course, knowing whether Michael's on his speed dial or not, which is what might be next for the partnership between QIC and QSCF and the CFC? And is there more mutually beneficial outcomes that could be achieved through us more working, continue to work closer together? Mike, can I start with you there, please? Yeah, look, as you mentioned, Craig, our big recent announcement was the 2028 net zero emissions target. 2028 is an ambitious timeline, but we're confident it can be done. 
So we'll be very focused on delivering on that and hitting the relevant milestones. But I think also taking the opportunity to bring our stakeholders, um, including our, our investors along for the ride through storytelling, that's something we're, we're pretty keen on working uh, closely on with the CFC. And we have a number of projects underway that we're excited about, including an LED lighting project and a, and a large scale uh, PV solar project that we're rolling out as we speak across four QSCF shopping centres. And it includes one at the Rabina Town Centre on the Gold Coast, which will be the largest rooftop solar project in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, fantastic, Mike. And I know just the sheer volume of numbers of LED lights as well is just, um, you know, it's truly breathtaking. Michael, can I get your take, please, on the go forward here? Is there more to be done in this relationship and more to be achieved? Yeah, Craig, I think look, when we look at our partnerships, it's an ongoing and evolving um, relationship. There's always something something to uh, to work on and, and explore. Look, the sustainability landscape continually evolves and, and that requires a dynamic approach to maintain a leadership position and we see this as, as a really a leadership position within the retail space. To echo Michael's sort of comments before, um, what's important with CFC is A, to push the boundaries, but then to gather those learnings and get that back out to the market so the rest of the sector can come along for the journey. So if, if I look at what our focus areas are with this partnership moving forward, probably looking to tap into QIC stakeholders to engage with them on those lessons learned as well as further opportunities. Another point, I suppose, is the QSCF shopping centres. They've got 125 million people visiting um, per year. So this represents a massive opportunity to build further momentum on that cultural change and that connection with the consumer, uh, which is also very important to us. And as as for QIC, it's it's probably keeping that uncomfortable feeling um, to to a sense, and 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 knowing and measuring that we're pushing them a little bit um, further and, and working closely with them to to make sure that they've a meeting the agreed strategic goals that are part of our involvement, but always looking for further opportunities to deliver value to the to the assets and the investors. Michael, can I just pick up one of the things you just said then? You, you mentioned this idea of the rest of the sector coming on the journey. Is that one of your performance measurements or one of those things you're looking for as part of your process of creating change with a particular manager? You're sort of seeing that start to, uh, I suppose, have a domino effect throughout the sector? Yeah, absolutely. Look, we've, 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 we've got $10 billion of capital, but there's only so much you can do when we're talking about a national program um, and, and we're dealing with Australia's uh, whole sort of economy-wide emissions. So we we look to drive standards with with leaders and, and partners in each sector and then look to leverage those learnings and get that to the rest of the sector so we can bring them along the journey because uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the initiatives that we're that we're working through are using current day technologies and current day practices it's just driving that behavioral change that mindset and that change um, to to get those outcomes so we want to get those learnings um, back into the rest of the sector so they can also go along that journey. I want to say thank you to you both today for your time and also providing your insights into this particular space. And for me, what I really admire about this relationship is the tenacity that's been shown by everyone involved. I'm sure there were some really challenging conversations early on, but it seems like the dual goals of both firms have overcame these. And no doubt, the approach you've both taken individually to listen, educate and find an outcome has has resulted in that great 
uh, go forward as well. So again, thank you for sharing your great story today. And please keep on doing the great work you're doing. I look forward to hearing from you both next time around how the next stage of innovation has seen an outcome from this valued partnership. Thank you to our listeners today for listening to QPod and have a super week ahead.